Welcome to, or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. This is JJ Brownlee, and returning this week, I want to say a triumphant, and as a person, he will be uh, a triumphant returning, Mister Jamie Faulkner. Your champion. Your champion. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Your your dog can't say that, but um, uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm trying to take a dig at her because she they they she lost all her games this week, past week. So. <laughs> oh yeah, they got they they got their taint skin in mm, It happens. So welcome back, Jamie. I hope you had a good. Even though you were doing a lot of softball and stuff like that, you know, sweating the heat wasn't too bad. Originally, I said you were in Oklahoma, which was totally wrong. But my God, what if you were in Oklahoma last week? Oh man, it'd have been rough. I mean, Iowa got to hundred on Saturday. We only had two games Saturday, but oof, it was it was enough. Yeah, it was enough. well, it's like it's like you, you get over ninety, and it's like does it even matter? Really, you know? My mom always no. said, you know, about the heat. It's like like she, that's why she preferred the winter more. Cause I always put on more clothes, but you get naked and you're still hot, you're screwed. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we want to give a special, special shout out. Thanks to Michael Reed, uh, for stepping in last week, Michael from uh, a podcast, uh, still to be named coming back soon. He's still working out some kinks and stuff. For those of you who haven't checked it out, go check out our episode last week. Uh, Michael sat in for Jamie, did a great job kind of, you know, he helping did. me get through everything, gave a preview of journey pro and just for dishonor. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of good times, but it's good to see you back. My friend feels good to be back sir all is right in the world so thank you guys for watching thank you for listening thank you for joining us here because we have a lot of things to cover we have some big news stories which i know you know all about but we got lots of things to say about it um we're not gonna do a full preview (laughs) oh so many so many things as soon as it happened i immediately thought of you i was just like all right And then yeah. the other shoe dropped. And then a third, and the shoes kept dropping. I'm going, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing what happens with shit. It does roll downhill. <laughs> it, uh, it confirmed for sure. So um, if it's your first time here, you can definitely join the conversation. If you're watching us on YouTube, drop a comment down below. Give us a like and subscribe while you're down there. It definitely helps us out quite a bit. If you want to hear more, you can hit the subscribe bell. Let us, it'll let you know when we go live. And if you're just listening to us on your favorite podcast provider, you can get in touch with us if you would like at Total Spot Fest on Twitter. So. Um, we got, yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff going on too. So I know that, you know, we got journey pro coming up this weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about that momentarily, but did you, did you have a chance to watch much wrestling while you were, I know you were kind of like for the whole week you were in softball world. So, yeah, I mean, I got to watch some of dynamite. Um, it was, it was a good show. Did you watch the dynamite Um, massacre or whatever the shit that was called? I don't remember anymore. It was uh, or the barbed wire, the barbed wire, that that shit show. Yeah, Um, it was a hot mess. Yeah, (laughs) watched it. Um, Okay, uh, it was it was all right. It was a good show. And then didn't watch uh, didn't watch anything. I was able to watch um, because we got home Sunday. Um, but then on Monday, I was able to watch uh, some of uh, death. uh, Some of death before dishonor. Okay, death before dishonor. I watched it Saturday night. Paid, you know, got got my pay per view going, did the thing, um, you know, and uh, I don't know if it was better than the first ROH pay per view, but both ROH pay per views are probably two of my favorite shows I've watched this year. 
uh, I mean, and if and you know, we talked about this, Michael and I did last week as well too. You know, speculation. You and I have made mention before. You know, especially with all the HBO Max hubbub out there, right? I mean, should they keep they keep doing all this like Game of Thrones promo in the middle of the fight? Oh my goodness, yeah. <laughs> it's we know it's coming, Tony. Just drop it. Just put it out there. We know it's going to yes. happen. Winter is coming. We know. <laughs> I mean, the whole Mad King like graphics they're putting out for Eddie King. It's like, yes, just just give us it. But you know, speculation and kind of Michael and I talked about this, but we've mentioned this before that I think ROH is a great candidate for like it's kind of like the old school way they did NXT, having that sort of weekly show bit, right? You know, an mm-hmm. hour long ROH, your developmental, if you want to call it that, but secondary brand sort of thing you know i'm sure they'll have something of that sort but even if they don't and they just put together these banger pay-per-views every three months cool i am in yeah so and they went all out too so uh they had four matches on their uh what they call the buy-in they called it zero hour right uh, mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, who we, I mentioned to you before, had said that he's going to be part of the RH brand. He sure as hell was. He won uh, against Anthony Henry. You had um, Cheeseburger was on there. That, looked, that was great to see. You had Brian Cage awesome. and the Gates of Anarchy. Are they now not part of Tully Blanchard because he's now gone? And I don't I yeah, like they, they originally said it was flight things. And then next thing you know, it's like, nope, he's gone. So, yeah, <laughs> that was actually a really entertaining match. You, you see, the combination of Tony Depp and Alex Zane and Blake Christian, I could, I could live off of that. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. 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 Plus, we gotta see Willow Nightingale and Allison K. Yes, please, Willow Nightingale mm-hmm. getting that big push. Allison K. <laughs> I love me some Allison K. One of my. Did you see her? I don't know if you were able on Twitter at all, but did you see her tweet post match? No. So where she's Will all I, folded up. Is that the one where she's where like she's folded up butt straight in the air because that's kind of yeah. how she got like like power bombed down and pinned. And then after she was pinned, Willow stood up and Allison just stayed there, ass up in the air. And she said, I may not come on top, but I'm always a great bottom. Yes, that's right. That's right. Kudos to you, Allison. I I love Allison. And I'll tell you what, if you want a good time, go follow Allison K on Twitch. You should check it out. So she gets on there. Occasionally she her and Marty Bell, they'll do like a hot girl like 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 stream where they're got like a fake pool in her in her house, you know. But it's basically her sitting there and she'll she'll bullshit and talk, she'll watch wrestling, but she also will sit there and kind of drink with us and go on dating apps and have the the Twitch viewership decide if she should swipe right or left (laughs) oh my god that's great thoroughly enjoy love me some allison case allison love you to death uh but then the show started off hot and i mean hot uh because of what happened apparently backstage which i know you had plenty of things you wanted to say about but claudio castagnoli versus jonathan gresham uh no totally blanchard of course because uh, fuck him apparently and uh uh no octopus get up none of that he came yeah out, no cthulhu mask yeah came out and a very enjoyable opening match but that did see claudio become the roh world champion now you had mm. thoughts about it because there was some blow up that happened. We heard from Jonathan Gresham. Yeah, that's that's an understatement there, JJ. Um, yeah, so he uh, a- evidently um, he was 
a little salty about dropping his belt. And he cussed out Tony Khan, apparently. And from this, because of this, he's deleted his Twitter. He's gone radio silent. Um, I mean, you knew, you could see in his entrance, he was pissed off. Like, you could just see it, the way he wrestled. He didn't quite sandbag because he is a professional, but he definitely, definitely did a little bit of no selling. Um, God. And, like, that's so out of character for Jonathan Gresham. 100%. Like, I've never, everybody says he's like one of the nicest guys in wrestling, like, to all reports I've read. Uh, um, you know, and some other people might have a better understanding of him behind the scenes, but Who knows? so, like, for him to cuss out Tony Khan and, and ask for his immediate release, like, right after the match, like, get me the F out of here. Yeah. Like, that says something. Like, Something happened, and I feel like there's more to the story than just him blowing up. And I don't know if we're ever going to get that until he finally becomes non-radio silent. And <clears throat> all of it is very odd. You know, I mean, he came out like right away before he deleted his Twitter. He's coming out hot, talking about how black rest. You know, basically, you know how white men who are known as great wrestlers, but black men have to be great black men who are also great wrestlers. And he's just going off on this weird tangent, and I'm thinking in my head, you know, it's like, where are you coming from from this? It's like, you've been prom- featured prominently on all AEW, ROH prom- things, like all of them, plus Impact, plus GCW, plus a bunch of other stuff, right? You know, and like I made mention last week to Michael, if you're trying to sell something, you go with a recognizable face if it's brand making new. And no offense to Jonathan Gresham, if I put him on a poster, a lot of people are going to be like, I don't know who that guy is. You put Claudio on the poster, they're like, oh, that's that wrestler guy. I saw him that one time, you know, back in the, you know, that they. WWE does a swing thing. Whatever it is, he's a recognizable face. Much like, I don't know. Maybe the first ever AEW world champion, Chris Jericho. Did he deserve to be the first one? Probably not. You know, should have been maybe Kenny Omega from the start. But then again, in America, how many people would look at Kenny Omega on a poster and immediately know who he is? Right. You know, a couple thousand marks. But, you know, the reality now they built it up and he got him to the point. And I think Jonathan Gresham, I don't know what the relationship is. I don't know for sure if he has actually been released, if he's taking a time off and cooling off. But I think that he can get to that point, be the Kenny Omega of ROH, right? You know, I don't think it's a slight on him, but boy, he took it that way. <laughs> yeah, I that that dumbfounds me. I'm really curious to see what happens from here. I wonder if there's something For else sure. involved with that. I wonder if there's like it a money thing, like or it. because it's like, like you said, everybody to a man has said he's been wondering, and he's been around ROH or AWRH for a hot minute now, right? So mm-hmm. there had to be something else up. But we'll yeah. keep you abreast if we hear anything. Uh, the rest of the show was pretty good. Wheeler, you to look good. Uh, and Daniel Garcia yeah. put on a great match. Yeah, the six man tags changed hands. Uh, Dalton Castle and the boys, who was who was a spectacle to see. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
they won that. Mercedes Martinez kept her title. Smojo kept his title. But the real meat of the matter was a match that I know you did make a point to watch. And thank yes. you for that. Uh, thank you, Internet, for allowing that to happen free. <laughs> yep. For the short time you could, you're able to grab that son of a bitch. Because so, it's not there anymore. <laughs> it's an hour-long FTR. Briscoe's two out of three falls. I mean, you could have... This is... Oh, I wax poetically a lot about my favorite match of all time. You know, AJ Styles Daniels. You know. And there was, there was a second one that happened that was not quite as good, but better than most other things I've seen as well. And I could watch those three during that time period on repeat. I've probably seen the original one from, you know, at least, you know, 30, 35 times, right? You know, it's, if not more. And Briscoe's FTR, I don't know. I'm putting it for this generation's version of that. Just any any combination, put it on my screen, give it to me. This match, well, you watched it, and, and FTR retained. By the way, Briscoe's got the first pinfall. FTR got the next two, right? You know, full hour they went on this too. You know, do you think it was better, equal, a little bit less than the first one? What are your thoughts compared to the original? Because the original. Uh, up until this point, I know has was by far my match of the year. Yeah, that is a difficult question, um, because I also look at them separately. Like okay. it's it's weird. Um, it's hard to quantify. Honestly, in my head, I mm -hmm. I want to say it's better. Like. Everything in my mind is like that was arguably one of the greatest matches I have watched. Like that two out of three falls was insane. It was. But does it hold the same weight as the first one when FTR won? Like they they took the titles. And it's like it's hard for me to say one's better than the other. Okay. So I'm gonna say they're they're on the same plane. On the same level. Okay. Yes. I am going to, and this is going to, I know it's going to cause some heat, maybe. Whatever. I put this below the first one. Oh. And I say that for a couple of reasons. And the first one, I know, is a pretty obvious one. But, hey, you know, this is my honest opinion. We don't get this without that first one, right? If we didn't have that instant classic 30-minute just what the F did I just see, you know, between the between them. I don't think we get this. I think having a single fall match lends itself a little different credence than a two out of three falls match. You know, doesn't not 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 in a bad way. I mean, one of my favorite matches from NXT uh, of well, my favorite match between Gargano and Cole was their two out of three falls match, right? You know, yeah. And you know, so I'm not saying to, to cite this at all. This was amazing. This was. More than worth the price of admission, like I said, like I like I thought it was going to be. Like I would have paid forty bucks just to see this match. Like that was that was how good this was. But I still think the original was just a little bit better. So to your point, though, you said that you wouldn't have this match if it wasn't for the first one. Well, I can easily say Taker Michaels two was better than Taker Michaels one, and. 
And I'm with you there. And I think that there are those instances, of course, that are that way. But in this one, I think that first one was so damn good. This one too, though. Like it it's was. Like, it's, it's not. Yeah. Like it's hard. Like, yeah. I'm not. And I'm, not and I'm talking like we're splitting like eighths, eighths of a hair of a yeah. eighth of a star rating between the two of them. If we're going to go that, you know, like it's that. Like I just, I just like the first one just a little bit more than this one here. But this one here was amazing. Some of the best. Some of the best tag team wrestling you've probably seen because because they did go an hour long. You got to see literally everything, right? Yeah, like legit. <clears throat> like we're talking filet mignon with asparagus and garlic potatoes, and then you have comparing that to filet mignon with asparagus, garlic mashed potatoes, and gravy. Like that's that's what we're comparing it against. Yeah, <laughs> like that's we're not far. It's apart. still a very delicious <clears throat> meal, and I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it. It was, it was so, so damn good, and I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see where they go with this here. You know, FTR is definitely on that trajectory to, to get the AEW titles. You know, um, but the Briscoes have signed long term deal with ROH too, so I think that's great for them. I really want to see what the kind of you know what the future really holds for ROH, right? They've got a lot of things established now with it, and you know AEW doesn't have the time to have all this stuff still running inside of AEW. Dynamite, Rampage, Dark. We got to have some sort of AEW or RH separate thing. So let's see what happens. So uh, Death Before Dishonor, though. Oh my God, I love this pay per view so much. So well worth it. <sighs> there's there's one chance, one chance to beat it this year. I think. I think all I think all out is gonna beat it already. All out, I, I'm I'm. It's interesting because we're where are we at? We're about where's my calendar in front of me here? So we're we about a little bit over a month away. Five six weeks, five weeks away. Yep. So they're gonna start building for it now. Yeah, but it's just now, I we have we have no idea except for one announced event that's happening at All Out. We have no idea what the card's going on here for All Out. <laughs> I don't know. Well, CM Punk's supposed to be healed by then, so you're gonna have CM Punk Moxley. Um, and I've heard that. I've heard. I've heard Omega's not far off. Adam Cole's coming back next week. Uh, now yeah. that's going to be on TV. I know he's still not cleared to wrestle. He's been going to like yeah. three or four neurology appointments every week. I know that because I follow him on Twitch. And he's very open about his very important appointments he has. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because his his. <laughs> Concussion's been pretty damn serious. So, well, yeah. Plus, he probably had a bunch in WWE that weren't necessarily treated the way they should have been. Just saying. What? Yeah. No. Let's talk about a company that does treat people the way they should be treated. And that's our our good friends over at Journey Pro. Yes, Journey Pro has their next show, Raytona Beach. Bash. So, do you have your get up for Raytona Beach Bash? Oh, I mean, I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts and a hat. But you have maybe okay. a bucket hat. It's, it's gonna very, be 82. It's, it's a so very, I'm it's a very gonna... special shirt that he's wearing. Yes, I yes, have my, I, I have my, my shirt. I have my, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, we both have, we're both going special sorts. I'm going full beach wear. I got I got a nice little beachy shirt. I got my little beachy hat. 
It's going to be nice, but... Uh, I have a trolling shirt. It's a trolling God, shirt. So good. Put that out there for the universe to understand. Um, that uh, I, I have, and I actually happen to have a spare of that shirt to give to the person I'm trolling. Um, so, it's only fair. It is. It's like, hey, you know, not only am I going to slap you in the face with my trolling you, here, here's a gift of me trolling you. Here's a gift to remember it by. Because yes. if you're going to troll, you got to do it. You don't half-ass it. You whole-ass it. Yeah, troll hard. Really whole ass. Yeah. <laughs> troll hard. Um, yeah. So, Bash, uh, so Retona Beach Bash is coming up this Saturday. I know you guys went through a, a, a rundown of everything. Uh, yeah. There's a few matches on here that definitely want to see. I really, I'm really excited about Masha and Christian oh, Rose going I'm at so it. I'm so glad I get to see that match. Oh, like I mean, I know this... it sucked for last month, but I'm glad that that match is happening in front of my eyes. So, yeah, same. Um, honestly, one of the ones I'm most looking forward to is the Reckoning versus the Workhorseman. Um, I'm really, I hate to say this publicly um but i really hope uh jeremy wyatt and luke langley like show them that you know everything's better from kansas city just saying yeah it's a barbecue again yeah we're taking at least we're supposed to i don't know after this show uh but we're supposed to like i got information from jd drake he agreed to let us take him to get some real barbecue here in kansas city so yeah so we're gonna we're gonna do that um Sleeper match of the night. Actually, it's no sleeper. These guys are studs. They'll be on TV like we talked about. Darian Banks and Kenny oh. Alfonso. We will oh. see that on TV someday. Oh. And the four-way, though, man. The four-way is – is uh, that's see, that I think we know is going to be a slapper. But the four-way is the one that's going to fucking bang, though. Yeah, oh. yeah. Anaya, Charlie Bravo – sorry, Carly Bravo, oh, yeah. Warhorse, and JDX. Like, oh. that uh, – so, so I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted. Because we got Anaya, part of, of the Hallets. So Audrey is automatically going to be super cheering She's for She's team heel shit. We know this. She's team heel shit. She will be there in attendance. Obviously, we're, we're JDX guys. We got crab hats. Um, they might bu- I might bust them out. Do you want me to bust out the crab hats or not? Nah? I'm not taking off my beach hat, but I'll put the crab hat on in concordance with it, which will be, when you see my beach hat, will be interesting. We'll say that. Okay, well, maybe I can get my daughter's <laughs> crab hats. Oh, well, um, give it to the actually, girls. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yep, it out. Yeah, we'll, 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 make, we'll make the girls wear it. Like, why are we wearing it, Bob? I'm not telling you. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be anyway, tough because, yeah, and it's like, and, and, and Warhorse is one of our longtime favorites, too, you know? Like, like we fucking Warhorse. He rules ass. So it's like. He rules ass. Carly's great. It's like, God, this, this match here, but. Especially between so, Anaya and JDX, Confliction City, I'm telling you. I mean, I hope that they both win by getting a pin at the same time. How about that? How about, because <laughs> this will make every every fan of Journey Pro very happy. This will make every fan okay, of Journey all right, Pro very happy. Okay, let me hear your proposal. If Anaya goes for a pin... While JDX does the Chicago Crab, aka the Lion Tamer, <laughs> gets the tap and the count of three at the same time. So you get you everybody gets. I get my Lion Tamer submission for a win. So get, that means we, that means I don't yell out Lion Tamer anymore, which will make everybody happy. 
everybody. I think Anaya might even let JDX get that pen if he's doing it on whoever, you know, just to let them just to shut you up for all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might, he, you know, he I might mean, do that. I would put it past him, so. Um, but, I mean, he is the proprietor of heel shit, so he probably wouldn't do it just to be a heel. True that. So, um, the one match that my daughters are most excited for, and that is the Wasteland War Party going against Sam Beal and Dallas Cade. <laughs> Somebody go uh, die. So, yeah. Um, Audrey is really excited to see Heidi Howitzer. So is Jessica. Jessica's going to be coming as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are not very familiar with the one known as Maxie <laughs> and Taylor, which is great for me. I'm like, oh, you are going to love them. You're going to throw uh, a bit deep in on, on some Max land. That's going to be great. Yes. yes. <laughs> and, and Audrey wants to get Audrey wants to get their, their an autograph of them and put it sure. on the wall. Um, so, you know, I'll join uh, the ranks. But oh, she definitely great. wants one of those two for sure. Did you see um, Walter's uh, announcement he had uh, earlier this week? I did not. So he got on, he got on Twitch and Facebook and did a little announcement. And for those of you who haven't heard, you know, um, you can definitely go to uh, either twitch.tv slash journey number two anarchy, journey two anarchy, or journey pro KC on YouTube. They've got it up there. So he did a quick little announcement. It was on there that. You know, he, it had been said that he had let it be known because he had some health issues before, right? You know, caused some problems last year, right? You know, yeah. and we love us some Walter. He's been getting yeah. better from that. And has recently announced, you know, not too long ago that his wife has had some health things going on as well. Well, yeah. The unfortunate news was that some of the things going on with Stephanie, his wife, are a little more serious than was initially thought. And oh. he is going to be taking a step away from the running and participation thereof, Journey Pro. Oh. He's still going to be involved with the school a little bit, right? And he'll okay. be at the shows. You know, he's not going to be, he'll be a fan, though, moving forward. He's not going to be Walter from Journey Pro KC like we knew because things are more important in life. And we wish nothing but the best, Walter and Stephanie. We love you guys 100%. But I didn't know if you heard that, so I thought I'd at least let I you know. I did not. So um, this will be his last show actually being a part of the show, a part of everything. Wow. Wow. And like we we know Stephanie. We love Stephanie. She ah. is a great human and I only hope Well she's that, a blues you know, fan, she, so that makes sense. <laughs> I I only hope that she can, you know, beat whatever is going on with her and most of um it. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers with her. So I didn't want to spring that on you and give you down thoughts, but I didn't know if you had heard that at all. So No, I did not. That sucks. So but the it's good little, news is, is they're bummer. not going anywhere. They're focusing on getting better. So hope mm-hmm. and pray for that. There, if if that's your thing, definitely do it for our, for Walter and Stephanie. And uh, we'll see you at the show. You get you get. We'll put you next to Jamie so you can hear the Lion Tamer chants in earnest. <laughs> yes. yes. Walter can sit by me because he's already told me how much he loves the Lion Tamer so much, so, so much. much. <laughs> 
Well, all right, let's let's turn this front upside down. Let's get into some more positive things here. And once again, mm-hmm. love to Walter, love to Stephanie. Um, but every week, we like to highlight an independent wrestler that maybe you heard of, maybe you hadn't. And uh, I know that uh, Mike filled in last week and gave me a gaggle of independent wrestlers to look up. So uh, <laughs> thank you for doing that. But Jamie, I know that you have come prepared as well. So do you have somebody for our independent wrestler spotlight? I do. I do. I really do. And this person, I may have said this person before. If I have, I apologize. Uh, Mike probably definitely did. Um, (laughs) Let's let's find out. Mike has her shirt. um, And this is none other than the Danger Dungeon's own Daddy Doom. You have not done her yet. So Daddy Doom is somebody... That we absolutely want to see in Journey Pro, yes. Chris. Hopefully, you're you're hearing this. Um, <laughs> good friends with Heidi. Um, she is a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, she has a S and M uh, vibe to her, but she has uh, the, the vibe to her. She's a goddamn dominatrix. <laughs> okay, she's a dominatrix, ladies and gentlemen, and. Um, I'd be more than happy to tell her my safe word. Um, <laughs> but uh, in all seriousness, Asparagus! she's a phenomenal wrestler. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Fottenheim. Um, yeah. So anyway, she is a phenomenal wrestler. Um, she has been all over in the Colorado area specifically. Uh, but yeah, solid find. Look her up on YouTube. She's got a few of her matches up on mm-hmm. YouTube. Great wrestler. Love to see her come in Kansas City someday. Love to interview her as well. Um, hopefully we can make that happen in the near future. But Daddy Doom yeah. is a great find. You can follow her on Instagram and the Twitters at Daddy Doom. That's D-A-D-D-I-D-O-O-M. And links, of course, down below for all that. Yep. It's a it's a great Twitter follow as well. Her and Heidi. Yeah. We talked about Heidi and Max's discourse on Twitter. Heidi and daddy's uh daddy doom's discourse on twitter is almost as good too it's 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 Mm -hmm. very nice good very good so yeah that's not one you had done you thought you did but nope you didn't yeah no no uh i i there was a chance i i I was confident that mike probably brought her up because mike like has a dad okay loves mike actually had a he he brought more than one up last week which i know is more than we usually do but you know Mm -hmm. he was a guest you know give him a little slack you know i kind of sprung around last second too but he actually because we were talking about because he he used to live in he and and he refound or found his love for independent wrestling uh from when he lived in uh, dallas so he actually did a plethora of north texas related wrestlers you know those he saw or discovered in like north texas promotions dallas promotions or they're based out of there you know so that was more what he did so you beat him to it yeah yeah (laughs) i'm I'm not not sad. That would get you a reward <laughs> from Daddy Doom. Okay, we're moving on. Let's move on. Fast away. Quickly. <laughs> so, oh, like I said, we got we we're gonna talk about the big news, which involves a company that we haven't talked about in earnest in a long while. But before, but it may make us talk about them. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see is is the name of that game. 
for sure. So in the meantime, let's talk about something that we do talk about a lot, and that is AEW, because last night was AEW Dynamite Fight for the Fall. I am really sick of all these named shows every week. I'm sorry. I just... Yes. Fight for the Fallen. And this was their and charity it, show, and I hate even saying it because of last night, but whatever, whatever. Yeah, Fight it's for, for Oshana. Oshiana. It's a Oshiana. It, it helps. Whatever. It's for Marine. I marine can say life. Japanese names, but can't say that. <laughs> you've been watching way too much New Japan. That's not true. Right that's now. that's not a statement that can happen. I've been watching yes. a lot of Stardom lately. A lot of stardom. Oh, dude, stardom so good. I'm so oh. good. I, 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 I gotta see Julia over here in America. I have to. Like she is. I gotta see her in America. I gotta see her live in front of my freaking eyes. Sorry, I have to. She's she's amazing. Oh, I love her character. All right. So let's just talk about AEW Dynamite fight for the fallen. Yeah. And I can I can sum up real quick. It was okay. I yeah. agree. Thanks for coming, guys. We'll see you next week. Same bad time, same bad. No, <laughs> like it, I don't know. It just it didn't do. I left wanting. I'm with you. I I, I told you this. I think a little uh, shortly after the show happened, but it's like the first like 40 minutes or so. Cool. I was in for, and then I just was like meh for the rest of it, which sucked considering one of the matches yeah. that was in that rest of it. it was one that I was dying to see. So. So the very first match was an absolute banger. And Unbelievable. They, that that's an AEW thing. Like their first matches always are solid. And then they end with a banger. And they did end with a banger. They really did. There's a technical match of, of my dreams. Um, and the middle was okay. It I was a little disappointed in the women's match because their match in Japan was way better than this one. It was still good. Don't get me wrong. It was a solid match. The the, the Thunder Rosa uh, Yamashita match was solid. But the one in Japan that was on Dark, I felt like was 10 times better. I think it was. And they even made reference to it in the middle of the match that feels like both competitors are holding back. And in a way... They kind of were, and maybe it was, you know, they tried to play it off, too, because it's now it's a title match, so it's that ill tense, and it's like, well, that's a good way to commentate sell it, because something was off with it. They just weren't crispy. They weren't, you know, and that's my, and that was my whole problem with it. That's why, I mean, I liked it, but I was looking forward to this match since I heard them doing the first one, you know, and then I found out it's good. I saw the match. It was amazing. And then we're going to get one on Dynamite. What? 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 And then it, uh, it just right. Was, uh, yeah. That was my take it, on it. But, okay. So, the very first match of the night was by far the best match of the night. 100%. I loved and it. that was loved it. John Moxley versus Roosh. And oh, wow. And Roosh had an excellent match against his brother, Dragon <laughs> Lee, at Death of oh, Dishonor. Yes, he did. That match was amazing. And this match, like, it had everything. The, the the one thing that still has pissed me off about John Moxley is now he's got the, the captain's hook submission, the bulldog choke, <laughs> which drives me nuts. I know you don't like that submission, you know, but... And I'm a submission guy, and it's just like, it's just disappointing because he could do I, so much better. i with you, but I still argue that for his character of the don't give an F... You know, barroom brawler, backstreet Cincinnati kid, you know, 
that is a simplest way to get someone choked out. It fits his character so well. Yeah, I the con, okay. I'll I give still, you continuity. I still are that. That's my continuity. argument for it. I don't. I'm not. It, submissions are your thing. I know, so I could care less. Mm-hmm. But that's my argument. So, like this match had everything. Um, so you good. had you had Andrade coming out. Then you had the Lucha Brothers coming out, make a save. Like it had all those things. Like there's, there's Rush suplexes went hot all over from the, place. the start too. My God, oh yeah, he like, him for like he, eight he, minutes just pumping the shit out of Moxley. <laughs> did his patented or vintage Rouge biting of the the forehead? Oh. Like it had all the all the goodness, but of course Moxley wins, and then he gets greeted and congratulated by Chris Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society with. Anna J or Anna J A S. <laughs> she said, not me. I know. In her inner, she looks, I'll go there because I'm the single guy, but she's in her full like Britney Spears red leather. She looked amazing. She also she, she did, did look a little out of place. You know, oops, she did it again. And. I mean, that was a song. That was, a <laughs> that was a good um, one. I'll give you that one. But um, so the big piece about this, too, was honestly, Moxley, his promo was way better than Jericho's promo. Right. Um, just because I'm over this Jericho. I, I beat Eddie Kingston. I beat Eddie Kingston. It's like, I could get I'm the shits. wizard. Yeah. And then here comes. Here comes John Moxley just making fun of all of his nicknames. He's like, you know what? I want, I want the Lionheart. I want the guy from the Super J Cup. When he I said that Lionheart. word, what, what did your heart do? Did it skip a beat or did it? Pow- well, because well, I know as soon as you heard that word, you were like, instant. Yeah. Oh yeah. I basically want. I just basically want. Come on, baby. You know, like, yeah. This is exactly the, what I want. With the poof coming out and yeah, with the hair. Yeah, with with the bangs and the hair pulled back. Yes. And then the the chops, absolutely. Like I want that's that's my favorite Chris Jericho of all time, the Lionheart Chris Jericho, the master of the Lion Tamer, the man who who has perfected man, my uh, favorite submission of all time. One he of his one thousand and four moves holds as well. You know, other than the Saskatchewan purple nurple and the, arm bars. Don't forget number four arm bar. Armor. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, okay, cool. the lineup two weeks from now. Two weeks from now, at some other named version of Dynamite, because that's Quake on, Quake by the Lake. Quake by the Lake. Stop with sure. the names. Stop with the fucking names. That one's terrible. This at least okay. These ones at least you've had before, right? And you're making more for no good goddamn reason. Stop it. Just just aw Dynamite. That's fine cool yeah <sighs> beat down a bean town but yeah like come on now um so anyway the big news though and i want to get your thoughts on this because like, was the other kind of a little bit buried just... in the middle of all this too yes trios championship that's just... gonna be crowned at all out there'll be a tournament at all out and oh by the way these things in front of us that's what they are they're the trios titles it's like wait what Dot. Oh, yeah. Just unveil them. Yeah, just right there. Just, just hey, here they are. You know, we talked about it for a long time. You 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 speculated. We got them. Or we do a tournament. 
we made mention of the All-Atlantic Championship, which I don't know if we talked about this when it happened, but do you follow RJ City on Twitter? Oh, yeah, absolutely. He had the best tweet I've ever seen in my life after the All-Atlantic title got announced. All-Atlantic title, all this stuff, everyone's tweeting, yeah, 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 yeah. And his response was just, fuck the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I had I had to go there. But we've made mention of the all that title and came out. Too many belts, right? Too many belts. Too many belts? Mm-hmm. Question mark, too many belts. So Jamie, now there's a trios title. And I know you were a big proponent of this as opposed to the All Atlantic title, which we still have not actually seen on Dynamite or Rampage in America Rampage, I should say. Um Amazing. I don't know if that plays into your answer to this question, but is it is this too much having the trios titles? I mean, if they're gonna New Japan it up, they might as well just keep New Japan it up. Like, cause that's that's the way I feel at this point. Like, next thing you know, we have women's tag team champions that's because coming, they have a lot know. of women's tag teams. Like they are forming a lot of women's tag teams around us, ladies and gentlemen. If you do not see the writing on the wall, I am sorry. <laughs> um but but hopefully Mercedes and Trinity will be the new the new tag team champions. Um But uh anyway, um I like this title for AEW. You were a big positive of this from day one of AEW, the possibility about having a trios title. Yeah, because it was an ROH, and a lot of these guys came from ROH. It's definitely a mainstay over in New Japan as well. Sure is. And in AAA. It absolutely is. (laughs) Trios is a thing, and the only one who doesn't do trios is WWE, because, you know, old, old, Effers who like to, you know, pay out women uh, don't like that. We're, we're, um, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Hold, hold. <laughs> okay, I didn't name names. You're getting ahead of yourself uh, there, but yeah. I know, I know, I know. But anyway, I really like this. And they're already planting seeds on the show. That was the beautiful thing about that. They planted seeds. And I already know what the final's going to be. Guaranteed. It's going to be Young you Bucks. Stamp it now. Young Bucks and Hanger versus uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon. That's not obvious. hard to see. That's not hard to see. But you've got so obvious. But you know, it's the, for the point being, and for those who are against all the belts, like my argument is because look at this. When's the last time we saw Wardlow? Two weeks ago. Yeah, we don't need to see every champion every week. You know, you can kind of, you know, Tony has long said he wants to have a wrestling company where wrestlers have a better work-life balance, not the 330 days a year on the road bullshit that someplace mm-hmm. in Connecticut forces their people to do or used to force their people to do pre-pandemic, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So I don't mind this, honestly. I didn't mind the All-Atlantic title either. And like you said, if you're going to go that route, because AAA is the same way, too. If you're going to have 85 titles, just fucking go for it. Just, just roll them all out. Who cares, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, that means that technically all the titles have less weight because there's so many of them, you know? I mean, that's not mm-hmm. necessarily a wrong statement. But depending on how you book... You can make it that the top titles have more weight than everything else. Yeah, which is, I think which I feel is what New Japan has done the best best job of, right? I agree. You know, because e- e- even though they have all the other stuff, that now since they centralized it too into one, right, into a singular heavyweight title, 
that title has a lot more gravitas than everything else. So I'm good for it. But yeah, they absolutely buried the fuck out of this in the show. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, it was way. just thrown in there. And then after this, you had poor Danhausen jobbing for Ricky Starks. <sighs> I I didn't think of first because it's like there's little hints that, oh, this is not going to be a total jobber. No, it was. No, he, he, he got squashed. But then... Ricky's like, I'll face somebody else right now. And then who comes out? Hook. Of Hook Housing. That, like, when his music hit, like, he's winning the belt. Like, it, I knew it. Like, it was instant in my head. Like, oh, wearing he's dropping the belt. trunks. I mean. <laughs> yeah. It'd be more apropos on I thought for there. sure he was going to drop it to Dan Housing. And, you know, when he didn't happen. Because it's time for him to drop it, right? And move on away from this, yeah. this bit. Which he did. He hook. dropped it. He dropped it to Hook. Hook's the new champ. And like father, like this. son. Love this, man. And this. like you had the proud papa moment because he was on, on uh, um, you know, the, the, the announced team for that. And it was cool. Then after that, you had a quick, really good promo. Another really good. dynamite promo from freaking Ricky Starks. Like, I love me some Ricky Starks. Like, I've said it vehemently. Like, mm-hmm. For a while now, and the content of his promo confirmed what you your love for him. Like he said, my time is now. He's, he's really basically what it was, but he's really heartfelt in the way, he, like absolutely right. He's he's hot right now, and the people were behind him. Like even though he just lost, and people were like, "Yeah, yeah," and then in a shocking turn. Will Hobbs went more heel on him, but basically by doing so, turned Ricky Stark's face. That's basically what happened here. Like, hey, let's make mm-hmm. the heel guy more heel, and the former heel guy automatically becomes face because of that. And now, I bet you, next time we see Ricky Starks, he will officially be face. Well, and my, um, I think, I think, I think you're right. I think that what I think that because people want to cheer on starts you know right and they yeah. do when he gets in the promos they love him right for it you know but he's so ingrained as a heel so you need the catalyst to kind of get him over to be face and this was definitely it and so so there's no other purpose other than that like if this is if this is if this is a a, a five-week thing that goes to all out fuck that but if it gets ricky to be face good right that's fine it served its purpose I mean, I would like to see a Ricky Starks versus Will Hobbs. I don't know if it's at all out, but we'll before see, then, we're gonna see that. We'll see a. We'll see a little bit of that somehow, right? We're gonna see that mm-hmm. sometime here mm-hmm. in the next few weeks. I'm sure. My guess is and maybe, that match will be amazing. Maybe I don't know. Two weeks at uh, at, at Rampage on the beach by the be- you know in, in Minnesota land. Uh, I whatever yeah. fucking time. I don't. Stop with the name. Stop. Cheese curd cage match um, in Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> vat, vat, vat of beer and bratwurst. All right. Yeah. <laughs> the Bavarian brawl. Um, so next you had Spanish God Sammy Guevara with Tay Conti uh, going against Ante Martin with Sky Blue. Sky Blue. Yay. Sky Blue sighting. Yay. This should have been my match of the night. It should have, but it was okay. Like, it was just, eh. <laughs> It had some good spots. Two eh. standing Spanish flies had some cool moves, you know. They were very yeah. well coordinated. It's obvious. Yeah. And Sammy's been off for a month, right? You know? Understandable. Yeah. It happens, right? But 
unnecessary run-ins and just just yeah like sammy gets the win um and then after that you had you had him still attacking dante and then guy blue tries to get in the way and then here comes ty conti in her face and here comes anna j and anna j hits her and then and you, got, and you got Ruby Soho, A Ruby, Eddie, and yeah. Ortiz coming out to save, you know. Uh, yeah, so then you're going to have Sky Blue and Ruby eventually teaming up to go against um, Ty, Ty Tay, and, and Anna J. Yeah, that's inevitable, but again, forming some kind of. I'm still good with having storylines, right? I'm still good with having women's storylines that are going with it. They're doing Mm -hmm. Anna J and Ruby, hey, Ruby, on uh, Rampage this week. So, okay, good, cool, right? I want to see that match, you know? I want to see, because we've been both hopeful and very. um, I don't want to say negative. Um, but disappointed in some of yeah. uh, Anna Jay's progression lately in, in ring, that would be, um, you know, Ruby is known for being a, a good worker for the younger people being able to carry them along. So maybe that'll help, but I were building up to some sort of, you know, Ty Conti, Ruby Soho thing, you know, I think for oh, sure. Of course that's, yeah. that's coming. Um, but to get on the Anna J bus for a second, like Anna J um, has so much potential. She really she does. does. She's still incredibly she's green. So green. But here's here's the thing. You can tell the difference between somebody who's working hard behind the scenes and somebody who's working hard on TV. Watch Julia Hart's matches on Dark and tell me that she is not outperforming Anna J. She is she absolutely putting is. in the work, ladies and gentlemen. And I, Julia Hart's new gimmick as a power of the House of Black, Julia Blackheart, whatever. Love it. I'm in, and she's working the persona. She is showing great in ring awareness. Like that she's, girl is, she is passing a J, like oh yeah. in level. Oh yeah. And she's younger than her. Like Anna Jay's only been in the business for two years and or two and a half years now or three years three years now. And three years, years and Julia like two a year and, and a half, half too. Yeah. Like two, it's not two. been very long whatsoever. And like she's outworked her and like Anna Jay needs to continue to put in the work. Like Jay Cargill's still putting in the work every damn week with with uh Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. Like she's still putting in the work, and you've seen her get right. better. And, like, and we, and we talked on Jade Cargill for, but for different reasons, you know. I think that that's that's partially a booking thing as well. To be honest with you, yeah, no, I agree. Like she's got it. That's the problem. Like she's got it, but the booking, like putting her with Stokely Hathaway, is the best decision they ever made. Right, and it'd be better if Just they gave her gave him more like, leash on top of that, you know. Mm-hmm. But but then again, too. Because she has it, everybody knows that she has it. I mean, it's a marketing goldmine, so you'd be stupid not to lean on that. I, I so I understand all that. Julia, though, I mean, I don't know if she started. I don't know if she's been if she's been behind the scenes working with Malachi and and Buddy and and you know Brody and all that because she started. I mean, her move sets become more vicious and darker, right? She's definitely matching her persona, not just her persona up. Her persona work is excellent. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Blackheart, I mean, it is 
fantastic. And when you see her, as you said, on dark, that's the way you go because that's where you go into. That's where you go put the work in, right? Put the work in on dark, you know, and you can see it. And the way that she she presents herself and comes out, whether it's in Orlando or if it's in the the pre pre uh, event tapings, great. Good reception by the crowd. She fits in well. Her moveset matches the House of Black kind of dark gimmick. And it's just like, she and is her coming. brutalizer that she does. Oh, oh. her submission oh. is fantastic. Oh, it's so much better than the Queen Slayer. Because Queen Slayer is just a sleeper hold. That is the Ring of Saturn's. Ring, Ring of Saturn, brutalizer, whatever you want to call it. It is gorgeous. It's so good. And, and the thing is, like, Angie should have a lot more. And I'm not saying that she's not committed right you know i'm not mm-hmm. trying to throw her under the bus i'm not trying to say this it's just like you could tell she still has a longer way to go right you know maybe she just needs a different trainer i don't know yeah i don't know like well hopefully she she turns around because she does have it as well like you can see that she has it she just needs to continue putting the work or she's just gonna be right. glacier. Well, maybe maybe getting the exposure as a heel, you know, will help her do that. Because sometimes you make that flip, and your character, you're you grow because of your character, right? You know, maybe that post Brody, you know, Lee, her she in the Dark did, Order. She did her got, best work as heel Dark Order. Like she that's did. what she did her she, best work. And post Dark, and ever since Brody passed, and the longer it went on, she was just basically there as mm-hmm. kind of a part of. The Dark Order. And she hurt her... She, okay, maybe her we are being shoulder. Her shoulder. Yeah, no, we're being, yeah. no but, you know, but she hurt her shoulder a while ago. She should be better. Let's be real. Okay. It's about two years ago. Yeah. All right. Promo of the night, ladies and gentlemen. Promo of the night right here. Mm-hmm. Jungle Boy dropped serious bombs on... His our best promo Frank ever, Christian. I would say. Ever. And <laughs> I, like the, I like the continuity that he was wearing the, the leather jacket... That Christian laid on his head after the concerto. I really enjoyed that. I know you picked up on that for sure. Absolutely, I did. Um, oh, but no, like everything, going. everything in there, like wearing turtlenecks and a small prick, that got me rolling. <sighs> that that line, and then here they show biggest pussy in the world. <laughs> I mean, just going to th- who's, who's wearing a turtleneck <laughs> and like oh, and shooting on him getting divorced, which I don't know if is I don't know if that's a shoot or not for real for real, but uh, he was definitely like playing into this whole like you're getting divorced, that's why you needed the money, and just going to the price to do, it just kept, di- I mean, I don't think, he barely does promos, anyway, that's his shtick, but my God, yeah. he was great. He was phenomenal. Like, this was by far his best. Um, obviously, they're setting up for Christian and Jungle Boy here in the very near future. When, do not know, probably at, you know, Rumble in, in the Bronx or whatever, the Ash, Arthur Ash Stadium <laughs> Grand one. Slam. I don't know. Grand Slam. Thank that you. one I don't mind being named. Okay. That yeah, one, that I, one makes sense. Yes, there's some of them that do make sense. The Fight for the Fallen is fine being named because that's their charity show. So they, you know, but. Yeah. Anyway. Or, you know, when they're, when like, if they're next dying in Duluth or, you know, whatever that could be coming <laughs> up, you know. But anyway, like. All these names. Thank you for joining um, in for Almuts over Denver from the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> yes. Uh, you had a quick little Young Bucks hangman thing, like we talked about. Little tease, little tease. That's happening. Little, little. Uh, Swerve Strickland, Tony Neeson, and Smart Mark Sterling. That match sucked. I am sorry. I did not like it one bit. It was boring. There's uh, better whatever. things that they can do with Tony Neese than what they're doing with yes. Tony Neese. 
Yeah, and Swerve's I, so over, he didn't need this match. You could have, no. I don't know, had a second women's match. Hey, just saying, Tony. Hey. You do two women's hey. matches. It's okay. You can do it. You got the fucking roster. Two women's match. Two. Two, goddammit. Uh, so after that, you had um, Keith Lee and all them <clears throat> talk about Josh Woods, um, which was which was great. Uh, Malachi Black and Brody King cut a promo on Miro and Darby Allen. Oh my god, it was beautiful. Two and promos. also, did you happen to know Brody King happened to get new ink? Here lies Darby Allen, <laughs> like on his body. I don't think he had any more space left, you know. So I think oh, he was, found some. It was amazing. Chad Brody challenged him to a coffin match. Um, and, of course. Um, of course, yes, we know that. But I thought it was, I, I thought it's masterful how they did two promos in the space of one. Like everybody mm-hmm. else, like once again, we're not we're not we don't know. We're just assuming, you know, you know, whatever. But I can't help but think Julia's picking up learning things from Malachi. Malachi's helping her out, right? You know, like I like for real, for real behind the scenes. Maybe not training her, but definitely there. In her ear, giving her some tips, helping her out, right? You know, you know, being being a good being a good teammate, you know. But my God, everybody should be like asking him for help because, in a matter of like the time of one promo, they cut two completely separate promos that were equally excellent and continued on for two feuds, which we are all about. No matter what we, I mean, this is how you do it, folks. This is how you do it. This is who should be. Unfortunately, he's injured. But this is who should be your trios champs. Is the House of Black? Yeah, I totally. I agree. don't know if Buddy's going to be healthy by all out though. God, it'd be beautiful because those guys as champs would just be. I know. I menacing. Just, I, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be healthy menacing. by by then. So they could be the first ones to challenge thereafter, though. Yeah. Um, and we already talked about Thunder Rosa and Yamashita. Um, this match again. Solid. D- good match. It was a good match. Good match. Crowd. The crowd was. The crowd was happy to see Yamashita there. Yeah. There. I mean, it was fine. It just wasn't. It wasn't what they originally gave us on on YouTube, which is oh insane. god, that one on dark is a thing of beauty. And ladies and gentlemen, that might be the best women's match I've seen all year. Legit. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Like it was really, really good. <laughs> This one was okay, but that's the problem. Like they they set the, they set their own standards so high that there's no way this one could have right, ever. They, could, they couldn't it. have topped it, and maybe that led to and, them being so tense. And then Yamashita's freaking skull kick. Yes, I I love that kick. I love, I, and I love, like I love her. It's just you know, like I said, yeah, this whole she's great. Half of the show is just kind of like. Err. Obviously, Thunder Rosa won. Um, it it was a little clunky. It w- wasn't what what it was like. It was it was good. Um, and my shocker of the night, though, for sure, was this the main event, and that's Brian Danielson going against Daniel Garcia. Yeah, shocked the hell out of me. It. I don't want to say it shocked the hell out of me. It surprised me, and especially. Technically, this was a great match, right? This is an excellent technical match. I just, I don't know if it's something about Daniel Garcia as part of the Jericho Appreciation Society because I just can't get, 
I can't. He deserves to be in the Blackpool Combat Club so much. I can't not think of his terrible promo skills, which I hate to say this. That's not actually his promo skills. That's really how he talks in real life. That is him. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry. I just, I just, it just drives me crazy. I don't, I'm like, it's not that good. Okay. I hate, sorry, Daniel. You're a phenomenal wrestler. Just don't talk. <laughs> ever mm -hmm. i can't get past that for whatever reason for a lot of times but i don't know if that's it or what it was but i was so happy to see danielson back and this match did very little for me i just i it just was... couldn't i just couldn't get into it i just couldn't get into it well it's because it's super highly technical and i, mean, I don't mind a technical match but this was just like so far it was beyond there. technical it, it was beyond was. technical. It was. It really was. <laughs> and it was beautiful. obnoxiously <laughs> technical, right? Which is beautiful. which you love. Which you which you, you, you which you think is you think is like like Chopin's attitude to D minor, right? You know, like oh, crying is so beautiful. I'm just like yes. I'm like like where's the Spanish? Where where's the flippy shit at? Come on. Uh, yeah, I mean, it it had the technical excellence in this match was second to none. Um, it was not my match tonight just because of what uh, Roosh and, and Mox were able oh. to put together. This was definitely match number two. But like the fact that they had Garcia win that was, that was shocking. shocked the hell out of me. And in all intents and purposes, clean. Uh, mostly. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, there, was, there was a little distraction of an arm that grabbed him, which led to a series, which led to him. Putting him in yeah. a, a ridiculous marginally marginally clean, okay. <laughs> in the realm. We'll call it in the realm. But yeah, no, like that sharpshooter was sick. It, that was really sick. And, and Dan never tapped, he passed out. So still yep. never tapped in, in AEW. Write that Keep, down. Keeping that but going. Yeah, so that was fight for the fallen, ladies. I mean, yeah, they're they're pushing up this whole Blackpool Combat Club, Jericho Appreciation Society. Okay, sure, right? You know, overall, it was a fine episode. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> Moving right along. So we Moving got right along. That's odd point. <laughs> it was okay, so we're just gonna move right along. Um, so big story of the week. I don't know if you heard this or not, but. I was going to make a joke here, but I'm not going to. But no, big news happening in, of all places, WWE. So for those of you What's living... in WWE? I know, right? For those of you living under a rock like Jamie, apparently, uh, Vince McMahon has been highly, um, you know, embroiled in controversies for uh, hush money, for sexual harassment, and other illicit behaviors, payments, payouts. Bad activity, mm -hmm. passing around of talent between him and Laurinaitis, which is just, if you think about it for a second, is just disgusting <laughs> when you think about those two. And uh, mm -hmm. um, Well, somewhat surprising, out of freaking nowhere last week, uh, Vince McMahon got online and announced his retirement from wrestling, effective immediately. Fun fact... He really didn't retire. Oh, of course he didn't retire. Who bought hook, line, and sinker? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. He was forced to resign, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. 
And you bet your ass he was forced to resign, you know, because that's the way he did it. You know, he said retired, right? Cool. But the board, because WWE, if you did not know, is a publicly traded company, which means that at the end of the day, they are ruled by their board of directors. You can be the HMFIC, all you want to be, CEO, whatever. End of the day, those six, eight, 12, however many people on the board of directors, they control what actually happens at that company. And they're like, hey, you might uh, be taking a lot of undue legal pressure uh, away from our our attempts to sell to Disney. Let's be real. And so you need to get the F out of here. So Miss McMahon no longer involved in WWE. And almost simultaneously, two other big announcements went along with it. The replacement are co-CEOs. I have a feeling that co will be changing in the not-too-distant future. But Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan. Mm-hmm. I love whoever – I can't remember who did it on Twitter, but they have the – they keep putting up the graphic every time one of the Vince cabinet gets, you know, pushed aside. It's the old Mortal Kombat chain of Nick Khan movie yeah. up the ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we posted one of those before. Uh, yeah, you did. It's fantastic. Uh, along with that, <clears throat> Paul Levesque, better known as uh, Hunter Hurst Helmsley, Triple H, is your new head of talent or head of uh, yeah talent for all of WWE. And creative. Creative. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. I couldn't remember what it is. He's, he's both. Talent and creative for all of WWE. And everyone's like, now all the reports are basically like, yeah, Kevin Dunn's a dead man walking. He's basically out the door, which... Yeah, Good. I know makes you very happy. Fuck that guy. This guy who said years ago that Becky Lynch was not hot enough to be a women's champion. Fuck you. Fuck Dude. Fuck Kevin Dunn. I'm sorry. Apologies for my language, those of you who... But yes. So, alright. So, the great uh, conpocalypse has, has gone into full gear here. Vince McMahon, gone. Triple H now running all the talent and all the creative, right? Stephanie, mm-hmm. who's basically, you know, a corporate side of things. She's doing corporate things, so whatever. Cool, right? You know, this and that. Um, obviously, this is obviously they're moving towards being sold to Disney, right? Yeah. Do you think there's anything more than that? Yes. Okay, go. What do you give me your thoughts? So not only is you know his resignation oh i'm sorry i forgot one other thing i forgot one other thing. okay i forgot one other thing before all this had happened just a few days earlier it was made and it made known wwe tv going back to tv 14 sorry mm-hmm. but then they they helped they caused pause because that and was now that's on hold but trying yeah eventually Vince was trying to do that um but okay so there's a few things that really tripped my trigger about this whole thing Go for it. First things first, he was forced to resign. He's not retiring. And then Stephanie had the fans do a thank you Vince chant on SmackDown. That pissed me off for 
all the people that he paid $14.6 million to since 2006. Hush money. $14.6 million in hush money to all these people. And we're going to tell this guy thank you? All these women and his daughter. Yeah, the women. Women. And, and okay, I, this, is get, this is a hot take. And I'm sorry <laughs> if, you, if you think this is just crazy. But so you're saying it is okay to manipulate women and just pay them off. But then a guy kills his wife and, and child and he is Thanos from existence. What's the line? Like you, Chris Benoit doesn't exist anymore. Vince arguably, yeah. arguably in, in some instances because of the mental damage he has done to not only those women and, but their families and the people around them. Like what's the line? Because with the me too movement, we have people like, um, Marty scroll can't get a job now, but it's okay for Vince. Thank you, Vince. You know, we have, uh, what's, what's Joey uh, Ryan, Joey Ryan, Thanos from existence. But thank Joey you, Ryan got Vince. fired from being a, a like a, a pirate of the Caribbean at Disney World or whatever the fuck he was doing because they found out about yeah. his history. But thanks, Vince. Thanks for everything. Like it's just what's yeah. the line? In like just because he's a man of power, you know it's it's okay. It's okay for him to do. It's it's excusable. Like the well, SEC's coming the story. after him. That's the story. That, I mean, that's yeah. That's, that's what they're selling. That's the bill of goods you just got on TV and everywhere else. Yeah. It, I mean, like legit, this guy is gonna go to jail. SEC is coming after him right now. Oh, there's more and more that keeps every day. It feels like there's a different shoe dropping about some other thing yeah. that's going on in insider trading. Wall Street and Journal, this and yeah, Wall that. Street Journal has been all over this. I mean, Kevin Dunn's probably going to jail too. Well, Bruce and Pritchard's there's people in Congress, Andrew Yip, an agent. Oh, and Kevin Dunn should be in jail. Fuck that guy. Once again, I can I can go on for an hour about all the things I despise about Kevin Dunn, let alone his personal, uh, uh, you know. Uh, you know, uh, uh, attitude towards female talent. Like he is just the worst human being that probably has walked the face of the earth. Honest to God, I don't like Kevin Dunn. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, you got you got like, it's our train stuff going on. You have all these other things happening. You have um, Andrew Yang is trying to get Congress stirred up for it's been for a while about you know for labor protections because of the way that they have treated all their workers as independent contract you know so he, he's got people in Congress looking at him and you know it's just like he's fucked you know I mean but but thank you Vince dude that that just sent me over the top and then he I guess. In his parting gift on Monday Night Raw, he wrote most of that himself. He wrote it. Yep. With the 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 Austin theory, like you know, your daddy's not here anymore. He wrote that line. Yep. Like, I mean, I mistakenly tuned in on some of Raw, thinking that this stuff would change immediately. That was. That it's was, not. It's gonna take time. That was. I should have done that. I know. I only. I only kind of popped back and forth into it, but it was enough to drive me crazy. But here's my question for you. Besides that, mm -hmm. we have long held Triple H's booking decisions in high regard, right? Absolutely. Okay. The man, like him or not, whatever your personal opinions are of Triple H, okay? 
he understands wrestling. He does. He understands wrestlers, uh, which gives me hope for a lot of these people who are there, who are wrestlers, not college athletes, uh, some, some college volleyball player who looks good and, you know, is athletic or, you know, a social media star that's got a large following and, you know, is somewhat athletic, right? You know, wrestlers, right? He understands mm-hmm. that. Do you think that he will be able to, quote unquote, right the ship, steer, maybe not all? Maybe not the entirety of it, but a good chunk of the WWE product back towards a more enjoyable thing for those who are more into AEW Impact, New Japan, AAA. I hope so, honestly, because they have the talent. They have the best talent in the world. They really do. They got more money than anybody else. They have more money than God. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Technically, Tony Khan does, or his dad does. Well, they have but, more money, yes, but the, as a company, WWE does. Yeah, but, I mean, here's the thing. Like, he's already made changes. Like, subtle changes. Like, he wants SummerSlam to be the catalyst of all the changes. Mm-hmm. And he's already made one change. I don't know if you saw this, but Seth oh, Rollins I and Matt it. Riddle are no longer happening there. Because Matt Matt Riddle's not medically cleared, even though he's totally fine, it's completely kayfabe. But Seth Rollins is still going to be there. Who's one of Triple H's favorite wrestlers that happens to not be with the company right now? Johnny Gargano. Johnny fucking Gargano. I'm calling it now. You're going to see Johnny Gargano back in WWE as part of this mm-hmm. new catalyst, and like this is going to have ripple effects because with him there. If he's able to show the truth and like if he is able not show the truth, but if he's able to write the ship to your point, you're going to see people that left WWE that are on short term contracts with AEW, Impact, whatever, come back because they weren't going to ever come back because of Vince. You know, some people are salty forever. CM Punk, he will right. never go back. Some people are locked into contracts for the next five years. Adam Cole, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have somebody who's got a contract expiring in the next year, and John Moxley. What's Moxley going to do? Is him and him and Triple H always had a good relationship? It was him and Vince. Oh, to the best of our knowledge, they did. Yeah, you know, I mean, according to reports, I should say right. that. I, right. I should not and, say that as gospel. You know, but the thing is, too, you know, I think that my hope is this. Okay, you know, do I think that? Is this going to turn back into original first year? Is it going to turn back into first year AEW and NXT live for the first time? You know, on TV. No, I don't think it will. I don't. I think that's a fool's errand to believe that Triple H is going to snap his fingers and we're going to have that level of just fucking you know like spot dumb all over the place, right? That I think that's a that's a folly's air right there. I do think, though, WWE's product will be better. Mm-hmm. I think it's mostly going to be the same way it is now. I and think I say that because storylines are going to be better. Do what? I think storylines will be better. I think they'll be marginally better. I think, though, for the most part, though. And here's why I say that. Okay. 
whatever has gone on with that, WWE is still making more money these past couple of years than they've ever made in their existence. <laughs> and at the end uh, of the day, no. that's the game for this company because the they obviously are trying to get bought by by Disney. That's the long term mm-hmm. play for even more money. It's all that's all that's all that's all this is for WWE because they are a public traded company controlled by a handful of board of directors who care about one number only, and that is that number that has a little squiggly slash in the front and the commas and the decimal point. That is all they care about. And as long as it's in the black by a lot. Black by a lot. More than it was before. Keep that going, right? Put that shit in my hand. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's more than fifteen bucks. It more, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think it will. I think for the wrestling mark or smarks out there, it will get better. Mm-hmm. I think that if he's if he's lucky, he'll get to gut and relaunch NXT. Please God, do. Please God, do. There was nothing wrong with NXT the way it was before. Not at all. It was actually could, a great product. You could have had your main products being just like they are right now. NXT 2.0 brings absolutely dick nothing to the table. They don't get any better ratings. They no. get n- There's no viral buzz about it ever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just... I mean, just, other than Nikita Lyons. Like, just because she's Nikita Lyons. I can't stand her. I know and you don't like her. It's like I've never liked her. People are like, "Oh my god, she's." And I was like, "I never, whatever. I never. She never was my thing, anyway." But I, whatever, you know. Every once in a while, they'll get like something that happens, you know. Cora Jade uh, dumping the whole, like turning on Roxy or Roxanne, whatever, you know. Okay, yeah, you and know. doing the Medusa thing and and dropping right. the belt in the trash, which they then have right. Medusa come on the next week apparently and pull the belts out of the trash, and now they're open. That's not how belts work, first of all. But okay. Um, <laughs> It's a 2.0 world. Rules are a thing that don't exist. No, I think if he, that's that's okay. If I had my druthers, sure, love to see that. But I I don't believe that it's going to be such a drastic change back to the good old days, as some people are assuming, right? And you know, I think it will get marginally better, though. I think it get to the point where. I may actually watch at least the pay-per-views or the big four again, you know, which I hope you, so you lure me in. That's great. Cause I, I have nothing that was, that's what we grew up on Jamie. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's the thing. Like, I agree. Like when you, your, your point is hundred percent valid that it, the, the storylines will probably get marginally better because they are going to be watered down versions because they are wanting to get bought by Disney. So they're not going to be the cutting edge WWE that we grew up on. And not this so beyond watered down crap that they have. And every now and again, you throw in a love triangle, which makes zero sense. But, you know, like it is going to be better. It will be better. But, like, obviously, all like tons of marks like, oh, it's going to be so much better. I'm like, hold the phone. Oh. I'm hoping <laughs> it's going to. They have the talent. They're going to probably push the right people, give you know some of these mid-carters their due. Hopefully they do something with Dolph Ziggler because that guy's paid his dues and he's a hell of a fucking wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. Ricochet, it'd be nice to see him do something. 
Um, you know, they got the talent. It's it's never been a talent problem with them. It's just been using it properly. And I think one of the things that Triple H did very well down with NXT was use his talent appropriately. Absolutely. And if he takes that approach and if he can fully implement it out, and he's talking about SummerSlam kickoff, you know, so I would say give the man this time by Rumble, right? By Rumble, what's our storylines look like here? How are we going with this? You know, do we have some interesting things, or is it all just the bloodline? And I don't even know what else. They don't. They haven't invested shit else. And the Miz versus social media, or whatever the fuck is going on on Raw. You know, I mean, what? Where are you at? Right? If I was him, I would. I would. I would. You know, I would do a lot of different things. But you know, I would hope that. He does that. I hope that he taps into a lot of that. You know, Kevin Owens. Um, Finn Balor. He's still in WWE, isn't he? With pants on now. Oh, he's part of that I whole... Pe- I guess people... Well, he's the he runs it now. Yeah, whatever the hell, the, the, the recession or whatever they're called. The, um, the, the Midnight Runners. I don't know what they're <laughs> we, called. We, we obviously don't watch it, guys. But I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, hey. More wrestling in my week? Why the fuck not, right? You guys let us know, okay? Not some... Vince is Vince. Fuck him, right? Okay. Off in the sunset. But with Triple H specifically, you know, do you think WWE's in the direction to go for the better? Or is this a stopgap until Tony until, until Nick Khan makes his final cuts to take ultimate control and write that big and cash that big check from Disney? Because that's be honest, that's really the end game that I see coming out of this. <laughs> and once 100%. they go on Disney, what will it really be? It's got to be Disney. I don't care what anybody says. I don't see any other player. NBC Universal, nah. HBO. We've already talked about that. That's a that's AEW's land. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else that could be. Amazon. Why would they do? Why would they buy a wrestling company? I don't see that. I mean, they got more. <laughs> they got they got the bucks. They got the platform for it. That's why I even bring up Amazon. Okay. They have they the do. money and they have the platform, so that. And Jeff Bezos has done weirder things. <laughs> I, I mean, hell, I mean, you, you got the the uh, the owner of Tesla. What's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Elon um, Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, I mean, he backed out Twitter. He's got the money. He he could buy he could buy WWE over ten three times over. So you guys, let yeah. us know. Comment down below. Give us a tweet. Either way, what are your thoughts? Do you think it's gonna get better? Do you think it's going to change at all? Do you care? Let us know. Anything else you got, Jamie? No, I felt like that was a good one to end on. Let's end on that. So thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. We do appreciate you giving us some of your time here. Uh, if you're not doing anything this Saturday, join us in Raytown, Missouri at Crane Brewing Company. Uh, you know, uh, right off the... Uh, uh, Rock Island Trail there. It's going to be a fantastic. It's going to be like it's going to be like A2 for a high. By the time mm-hmm. the show kicks off, it's going to be in the 70s, ending off in like the upper 60s at the end of the night. It's going to be fantastic. Um beautiful evening show. 
going on. Journey Pro KC. Tickets still available. JourneyProKC.com. We will be there. Uh, me and my beach attire. Jamie with his troll outfit on. It's going to be great times had by all. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know how it all was next week. Uh, once again, every Thursday we'll be back here. Uh, keep an eye out. Interviews coming here. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's what we got. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. We do appreciate you giving us some of your time. And Jamie, I'm going to turn to you to take it home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not down with Total Spot Fest, I have five words for you. Rest in peace, Choco Taco. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you next time. Peace.